Redbox Media Programming is brought to you by... Finding someone on an online Catholic dating site shouldn't be like shopping for a blender. So why do most dating sites leave you feeling like you're shopping for a spouse? At Catholic Singles, we connect members through our unique user polls and activities, which help you discover other members and their personalities and interests. Because you're a person, not a profile picture. So stop shopping and start discerning. Trust your love story to the original Catholic dating site and use the promo code BREADBOX at checkout for 20% off at catholicsingles.com. Looking for a way to build daily prayer discipline? Seen the rise in mindfulness meditation, but not sure if it is possible to meditate in a way that's consistent with your Catholic faith? Just looking for a way to breathe new life into your existing prayer routine? No matter what you're looking for, Hollow is here to help. Hollow is a Catholic prayer and meditation app that helps users deepen their relationship with God through audio-guided contemplative prayer sessions. From meditations on the daily gospel to the rosary to daily examines, Hollow has something for everyone. Hollow is the number one Catholic app in the U.S. It is free to download and has permanently free content, but you can also check out all of the premium sessions for 30 days, risk-free, by signing up at www.hollow.app/breadbox. to another episode of the Lisa Hendy and Friends show. You know the drill. We bring all kinds of fun people onto the show. And today we've got another one of my real life friends. She's somebody that it almost feels a little bit weird to interview because I just basically want to have a conversation with this lady anytime. With us is Allison Jingress. And Allison is the founder of the blog ReconciledToYou.com. She's a Catholic author, speaker, retreat leader, a self-professed media geek, and she's got a unique and practical and humorous way of sharing a grace-filled Catholic life with Christ. She joins us today to discuss a beautiful new series of journals she's created called Stay Connected, and specifically one entitled Seeking Peace, A Spiritual Journey from Worry to Trust. If there was ever a time that we needed that, it's today. Welcome to the show, Allison Jingrass. Thanks, Lisa. I'm always so excited to get a little bit of time with you. Well, it's um, it's a real treat. And I have like a million things that I want to talk to you about. But today, I'm going to focus on the journal sp- series and specifically this one. Um, you've been at work on these for a while. Give us a backdrop of a, just a little bit about Stay Connected and what the project um, for Catholic women is all about. About uh, about five years ago, I started thinking about this. I've been in Bible study with Bible study groups for over 12 years, and we have such uh, volumes of beautiful, wonderful Catholic books for women. And they're, they're, just, oh, they're just so filled with lovely things to think and learn. But sometimes at the end of them, after, you know, 120 or so pages, some of them bigger, our group was a little fatigued at reading, but they wanted to stay connected with each other, with God, with our faith. And so I kept looking and bugging God saying, you know what, Lord, what we could really use is a book that helps us that's a little more bite-sized, 
that is a little more directed, a little less reading, a little lot some contemplation and of course scripture and I just couldn't find it and so I was in adoration one day grumbling to God as I do because that seemed like a good idea (laughs) and he kind of just said to my heart you know what you do it you know exactly what women want because you've been doing this a long time and I've given you those that special grace Allison and so make it happen and I laughed (laughs) and it did (laughs) you laughed laughed but then you ended up finding a great partner in our Sunday visitor and how many of the journals are there now we have five with one more coming out at the end of the year and isn't this astounding to you not only to think of what you daydreamed but of how beautiful they are I couldn't I could not have even dreamt how beautiful our Sunday visitor would have made them. They're just spectacular. They're so girly and they're pastel-y and they're just, they're perfect size. And I love the texture. I love my Kindle, but I really love touching books still. I love to write in them and smell them and all those crazy book things. <laughs> yeah. And the nice thing about this series is actually, and, and the way that the book is actually formatted is that this is meant to be a working um, tool for you. And so really it'll be both a guide to prayer um, something you can share with friends or do on your own, but also, you know, you're going to be writing in and around and all over um, this journal. And uh, so, I mean, I think it's sized perfectly for that and something that you can kind of tuck in your purse or keep next to your bedstand or whatever. Um, how did you come up with the design for the the journals? I've been a, I've been a, someone who's kept a journal for many, many years. And I know that people say, oh, but I don't journal. I don't write. But really, do you scribble? Like there is an actual scientific uh, study that shows that when we write things down, we process them differently. It helps our mind connect and understand and retain information. So even if you're just writing down a word, just scribbling, just no one's going to look at it. It's just for you. But I designed something that fed the way that I liked to study God's word. I like to write a word or two to help me when I go back to it. I think hindsight and faith is such a gift. So to be able to go back and and to help process what I'm thinking and I might write something, read something now, then I think, all right, well, I want to come back to that. But I, you know, life gets busy, get interrupted. So I really wanted a, a journal that had space for writing and a little bit of thinking. And then this, my favorite part, Lisa, in the whole book really, is that the scriptures are just the addresses. <laughs> like you actually have to open up your Bible and go in because I know that the Lord may spoke to me in a certain passage, but perhaps for you, he wants you to see the one before or the one after. And so to get women to actually open up and touch and and go into their scriptures, I think that's the true gift of the Stay Connected journals for Catholic women. I like that, too. And I like that it doesn't really matter what um, version of the scripture we're using, because some people might come to a scripture study with different, you know, types of Bibles. Um, Let me ask you specifically about Seeking Peace. And you you're the author for this, even though you're the editor of the series. Why this journal? I have been kind of an Olympic champion warrior my whole life. (laughs) I I was born for this, as St. Joan of Arc would have said. (laughs) I have been a longtime warrior, but I have noticed in the last probably 10 years or so, as my faith has grown and I've grown in this relationship with Christ, that even though I still tend toward worry, 
I find I am in a state of peace or able to maybe get back to that place of peace much quicker than in the past. And and I'm learning to trust God. And I wanted to share that with other women, because when I go out and speak, I know I am not the only one who worries about my family and money and my health and the world. And these are all the things I wanted to help other women kind of spend some time with God with and and find their own peace in those things. So, so much to say about that. But one thing that I, because you bring up the issues of anxiety and, um, and worry. And one thing that I love about this, cause I'm always on the watch out for it. Um, as somebody who has families with mental health issues, um, mm-hmm. that you very carefully state at the outset that while prayer is a wonderful, wonderful resource, that it's never, you know, a replacement for clinical treatment, if that's what you need. And why was it important for you to mention or to kind of give a a little bit of a health caveat with this? Well, I myself have had um, interventions, uh, counseling medications along the the time that my lifetime. And I never, ever want a woman or anyone to feel like they're a bad Catholic or they're a bad Christian because they can't pray themselves into not being anxious and, and not feeling better or not feeling that peace. There is a very big distinction between a worry and anxiety and the everyday ordinary life stuff and mental illness. And since I had that background and I did spend some time thinking, I'm just a terrible Catholic. I'm just, I can't seem to pray well enough or I just don't seem to have this right. And, and they're completely different. And I wanted to make sure people knew that so they don't enter this book thinking, well, I failed at the end of it. I don't feel peace because it, what they needed may be that medical intervention before they're ready for this kind of um, journey. Yeah, I think that's really so important to say. And one thing that I'm really grateful always, Allison, is um, both your very personal, um, you know, your personal sharing of your stories, because I think when people struggle with things, it's sort of always nice to know that they're not in it alone. And Mm -hmm. um, I'm always gravitating toward books like this, where I hear the, I mean, I'm blessed because you're my friend anyway, but I hear your voice in these words and I know, um, I know what you've been through and I know, you know, how honest you're being. And I think that's a really, really great gift to people that'll read this, but also something else that shines through in your writing is your humor. And um, I think it's something that endears you to, to, to us, your <laughs> friends. And so I also think that that's something really fun that women can share with each other is not just, you know, the truth of our stories, but also the funniness of some of these things. So why is it important to share your own journey here? I, I think the authenticity, like I, I don't have, a, am not uh, somebody who easily buys into what people say. And especially if I start to feel like they're not being authentic, like nobody's perfect. Nobody's all shined up. We're, we're all broken vessels and God loves us just the way we are. But I really want to be authentic because I feel like that's the best way to connect with other people. I want people to see Christ through me, um, but to see that I need him just as much. Like I'm not, I haven't figured it all out. I'm still walking that journey. Absolutely. And I do think laughter is truly the best medicine. I love to laugh and I love to make people laugh. So how do you recommend that somebody use this with a group or, you know, on their own, there are seven chapters here and there are some kind of like recurring components that go through the chapter. So what would it look like for somebody to study this, for example, with a group? 
we have it structured so that there's an opening and closing prayer because not everybody likes to do those. Not everyone's really good at them, but we have an opening, closing. It's almost like a small Bible study for, I want to say for dummies, for beginners, <laughs> for busy women, for busy moms, right? So it has a beginning and a closing prayer. It's got ref- short reflections and then a, a question that you can ponder for yourself. And then there's group questions at the end. There's scriptures to you can, like I said earlier, you go and you look up yourself. Um, and there's lots of places to write and to ponder lots of I like questions that make me not just think about life and the question, but what is God asking of me? So there's, again, these connections to yourself, to your faith and to God is the ultimate result of spending time in the Stay Connected Journal. And what do you think are a couple of the tools that people will walk away with when they're studying this? One of them, I think, is the, is finding the scripture that you can pull out when you need it the most. One of the things that we learn if we look at Christ is that on the cross, what was he doing in his darkest moments? He was he was pulling upon the, his scriptures. He knew his faith. So the psalm he he quotes. So to to take those scriptures and to find the one that brings you the peace and the comfort. And helps you from letting your brain go to those places that, you know, can spiral into the the hamster wheel. It gives you that place that grounds grounds you to God. So that's definitely one. And then the other place is kind of writing these things down that are in your head, taking them from the dark, putting them into the light, letting God, you know, let the, the love of God shine upon them. And then when you share them with other women, I also find that's a great way of bringing them into the light. Those things that you worry and feel so dark inside once you speak them out, almost like electric company, easy reader, you know, like the words come out and they're in there in the light and God is the Prince of light and he brings his love down upon them. I was thinking about how much um, women have a hard time. Sometimes we're so busy in our lives and how much of a different time we're in right now with things having um, by merit of the the global pandemic, you and I are recording in the midst of that. Um, people might be listening six months from now and say, oh, yeah, I remember that. But as we talk, we're right in the middle of it. And now groups can meet by, you know, Zoom or um, FaceTime. And so how fun it would be to do this right now, because let's be honest, you've sort of written this at a sort of uncanny <laughs> timing. Do, could you have anticipated what would be, be going through right now when you were working on this? No, specifically, especially because I should say, especially because it was supposed to come out last year. And I had all these roadblocks and I couldn't get it published. So I took the other state connected journal and just said, well, let's, she was ready. Let's put her book. And then this wasn't supposed to come out to May 1st. And it was ready, pretty much landed in the bookstores the day my, my um, state went into shutdown. Like only the Holy Spirit can put all those things into place. And my own Bible study is doing, my group is doing online virtual I could tell you, Lisa, I never would have thought we could have built such closeness, such uh, uh, comfort. People are being so vulnerable and growing so close. We've all in awe that we never thought that this uh, structure, this online virtual structure 
could have created such a bond between the 13 women in my group. It's been incredible. What a blessing. You know, it's interesting. I found that too. I just um, am part of a small faith sharing group um, of women at my parish. And I've been going for a couple of years, but I've always had a really hard time kind of consistently going because of my travel mm-hmm. schedule and, and God sort of, you know, eased up my schedule a little, a little bit. Apparently, <laughs> so I'm just going to cancel everything so you can go to Bible study. Um, <laughs> but interestingly, and I would be embarrassed if any of them heard this, but one thing about being in a Zoom meeting, I came into a group that had already been meeting for many years. And um, I mean, I just benefit from seeing their names underneath their faces. Isn't that a weird thing? A weird thing to say, but it's something funny that we're in. It's like I'm seeing, you know, Nancy's living room where she sits to do her Bible study. And it's so it's like we're each coming together from our own place. So there's a gift in that. And and no matter how you gather together, hopefully it will be in person with this. But even if you do it electronically, you know, you're going to be giving a piece of yourself with this and sharing that with other people. And there's a lot to be said for that. This is also a great resource that you could do with your own personal study. But this might be the book that if you've been wanting to start a group and you've hesitated because you didn't think, you know, maybe I'm not holy enough or I don't know my Bible well enough or whatever, this doesn't really need any kind of like pre-knowledge, right, to take it out of the box and use it. No, I wanted to make it so friendly. I just want women to be able to pick it up, bring their friends together and grow closer to Christ. That was basic bottom line what I was hoping for. So, I mean, you kind of told me before we started recording the experience that you've had the last few months, but how has just being immersed in this scripture and in the teachings of the church blessed you during such a stressful time? You know, I was teasing that when you actually use our faith, it's amazing how it works. And I had shared with you that at the first week, you know, I'm I'm grown, I'm prone to worry and anxiety. The first week I was doing the divine mercy chaplet and I'd remember Jesus's words to Faustina, anything asked at the three o'clock hour, if it be within God's will, will be granted to you. And I thought, God doesn't make promises lightly. And I said, do I believe in God? Yes. Do I believe in Jesus? Do I believe in these promises? Yes, I believe in all of this. So I made my requests known to God. And I really, truly allowed the peace, as St. Paul would say, that surpasses all understanding to hold my heart. And my son works at Walmart and he's in and out. And and I've had, and I'm a germaphobe and I worry about everything. And I can't begin to tell you the peace that God has given to me in this time. And all I had to do is ask and let his grace just his grace do what his grace is meant to do. And that's to guide my heart. That's so beautiful. I'm so grateful to you for the gift of this book. I mean, I, um, I immediately when I got it began praying with it myself. And it's been a really big solace to me. And And again, I'm so blessed because when I read it, it feels like I'm with you, even though you're miles and miles away. We probably couldn't be much further from one another. You're all the way up there in Massachusetts. But um, I'm just I'm grateful for your transparency and and for you being my sister in Christ that can take my hand and walk me closer to that piece. So so thank you for that. You're so welcome. I just want to know, do you read it with or without the R's? (laughs) I wonder if you really are hearing my voice in your head. (laughs) What do you think, honey? Of course, it's without the R's. So funny. wicked good. Yeah, so funny. Very funny. 
Well, Allison, um, you, you've got so much else going on. Your your podcast, all kinds of work with wine women and the new evangelization. You're heading up a lot of social media for Catholic Mom. Where's a great place for people to come and kind of find um, a central place to connect with you? They can find me everywhere at Reconciled to You, my website, ReconciledToYou.com, and all over social media with the um, the handle Reconciled to You. Of course, my name, Allison Jingris. Easy to find. I'm out there. <laughs> well, Allison, uh, virtual hugs across the miles. And Thank again, you. thanks for your time and for this great resource. Thanks, Lisa, for having me. What a pleasure and an honor. <laughs> well, friends, that is it for this week's episode. I want to point you again to stay connected, specifically Seeking Peace, A Spiritual Journey from Worry to Trust by Allison Jingress. We will have uh, links to this particular resource to Allison's contact information. And you can find this in all of our previous episodes, as well as my contact information over at my website, lisahendy.com. I hope that if you're on social media, you'll connect with me there at Lisa Hendy. And if you think this resource or today's podcast would be helpful to somebody in your life, I hope you'll hit that share button and pass along the podcast to them. Thank you so much for being with us. I hope you have an awesome day and God bless. Looking for exceptional coffee delivered fresh to your door? We have the answer. Our friends at Grim Bean Coffee produce small batch artisan coffee using top tier coffee beans. The coffee is roasted when you order guaranteeing the freshest coffee possible. Check out Breadbox Roasts, a new line of Catholic-themed coffees, available at www.grimbeancoffee.com forward slash Breadbox Media. Experience coffee like never before.